Seven minutes to nine. This is James Ross uh, with Money Talk. Uh, let's uh, cross to Sydney now for our view from Australia. We're back to uh, Sydney again. And uh, Diana Musina, uh, Deputy Chief Economist at AMP Australia, joins us. Uh, good morning, Diana. Good morning, James. Thank you for having me on. Uh, nice to have you on the show. Um, let's start off with the Fed and uh, what has been the impact in Australia of uh, you know the uh, decision yesterday uh, to uh, hold rates unchanged. Well, the main impact has been that bond yields have gone high around the world because when you look at the detail for what the Fed themselves expect for interest rates in the next one to two years and then for the long term, we've seen them take out expectations for for rate cuts next year. They included another, uh, an, an, another hike in their dot plot. So it's causing markets to rethink the long-term neutral rate. Now, there is a lot of uncertainty about where that long-term neutral rate will settle. But given that bond yields have increased to the highest level since 2007, I think markets are seriously considering that interest rates will be a lot higher than what they've been expecting. And that has implications for share markets because we know that when bond yields are higher, the valuation for share markets doesn't look as attractive. Mm. And specifically in Australia? Well, those moves in global yields, especially for the US, also lift uh, yields here in Australia. And that thesis around interest rates being higher for longer in the US, I think, is also relevant here in Australia because that seems to be where the expectations are settling, that the Reserve Bank uh, may cut interest rates next year, but we we may not see that many cuts. Uh, That interest rates will probably be held at a, a pretty high level compared to what we've been used to in the past few few years in 2024. So the feeling that the trading desks in Sydney and Melbourne at the moment, would you say it's um, positive or uh, you know, to, going towards the end of the year? Well, generally, I mean, it depends what asset class you're investing in. Uh, we normally tend to see seasonality go for shares anyways um, be positive towards the the end of this year but given that bond yields have risen to um, a multi-year high that does put some downward pressure on equities and Australian equities have underperformed the rest of the world this year so there is still some downward pressure on equities we've also seen company earnings results not be as positive in Australia as they have been in places like the US or Europe so that also creates some further downside to Aussie share markets. Uh, to the RBA, um, obviously we've got no announcement from the RBA this week, although many central banks around the world uh, are making announcements. You know, the minutes are out, uh, though. What, what are they saying? Well, we had the new governor start this week at the RBA, um, but the minutes uh, were for the meeting mm. that Philip Lowe chaired as his as as his last meeting. They didn't really contain anything too new. I'd say they were still quite hawkish in that they still indicated that there is a risk of another rate rise on the horizon, uh, and those I, I wouldn't say that the language around the risks to that rate rise have really gone down. So I'd say that the minutes were actually still 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 quite hawkish. Now, Mr. Lowe has gone, and uh, in his place, yes, the new governor, Michelle Bullock. Um, how is she doing so far? I guess it's, I guess it's early days, Diana. <laughs> That's right. It hasn't even been uh, a week yet. But given that she was the deputy governor for a while at the RBA, it it does present 
a sense of continuity for the Reserve Bank. And um, I mean, that I think that that's positive in terms of um, trying to reduce volatility in markets in Australia, but also to to kind of get the job done on inflation. So I, I think that we'll see the next few months uh, see the RBA on hold. Um, and I guess that the, the risk is still that there will be another rate rise if inflation surprises again and has a resurgence. But the biggest um, risk to me for next year is how the structure of the board, um, those changes to the structure of the board based on the recommendations of the RBA review, how that will impact monetary policy. Because I do think that there is a risk that those recommendations dilute the control of the Reserve Bank in in favour of uh, external directors. And I worry that that's a risk for how monetary policy is set. That's a risk for next year, but it is something that I'm a little, little bit concerned about. So maybe an opportunity for uh, Ms Bullock as well. Uh, that's right. She needs to assert herself as, um, you know, a steady hand and as someone that has authority over the decision because it, it appears like the, the board never really disagreed with the recommendation for interest rates that was set by the Reserve Bank staff or Governor Lowe. So uh, I think if we want to see the RBA maintain control at a board level, then Michelle Bullock needs to assert herself. Uh, thanks very much, Diana Muzina, Deputy Chief Economist at AMP Australia, uh, for the view 